beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Nine to Thrive, quick health tips for busy lives. I'm Cece, your go-to nutrition nerd, and I'm thrilled you're joining me today. We've got nine action-packed minutes ahead filled with real talk and practical tips to help you heal for good. So whether you're on your commute, taking a quick break, or multitasking like the boss you are, let's dive in and make every minute count. It's time to nerd out. Today, we're covering four myths around pharmacologic metabolism enhancers. In other words, prescriptions for rapid weight loss. Y'all know I don't do fillers, so let's get straight to it. But before we really dive in, I have to issue a bit of a disclaimer. As many of you know, I work in strategy for pharmaceuticals by day. That's one hat I wear. But the other hat is that of a nutrition nerd and holistic health advocate. That is the hat I am wearing for this episode. So what you will hear is my personal take on these myths. I am speaking for myself and myself alone through the lens of being a nutrition nerd. Cool? Cool. All right. Myth number one. These drugs fix abnormal fat storage so weight never returns. The reality is that weight inevitably returns once these drugs are stopped. These drugs are designed to suppress certain hormone signaling rather than fix underlying issues. The appeal of weight loss injections like semaglutide ties into promises that may work in the short term, but only when you're actively on therapy in many cases. And the cultural conversation around these drugs right now makes it sound like they permanently fix your metabolism, but really they just turn down hunger signals and the hormones involved in them temporarily. Uh, These injectables powerfully suppress appetite signals and they may temporarily improve insulin sensitivity. There's no denying that. But once you stop the meds, the weight can creep back on because the underlying issues have not been addressed. Um, And even some clinical data reveals that in many cases, weight returns on average within about a year after stopping the therapy. So you have to commit to it for life. Uh, Really, my take is that any diet proving unsustainable inevitably ends the same. The weight comes back. Myth two, these medications have no side effects and are safe. The reality, though valuable for some, these drugs substantially alter biochemistry that comes with notable risks like pancreatic strain and GI disruption and who knows what else. Um, So we're seeing this burgeoning popularity of semaglutide and and it it centers heavily on rapid dramatic results. That's the whole upside of it. But it glosses over meaningful discussion of safety trade-offs. Um, However, as with with any medication, tinkering with normal biological processes, side effects can range from, you know, a little inconvenient to seriously hazardous. For one, pancreatic cell dysfunction and damage appears disproportionately common among those who are taking GLP-1 agonists like semaglutide and terzepatide. Acute pancreatitis requires hospitalization. So if you're not following the science, all you need to know is that, that when you have pancreatitis, you got to get in the hospital. Um, and also chronic inflammation. That, that's something that comes up quite a bit. Um, it, it raises risk for diabetes and cancer and so many other issues down the road. And by slowing digestion, these meds also notoriously provoke consistent, often debilitating GI issues like nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. And dehydration and electrolyte imbalances also plague people frequently. 
And while for now they may be branded as a game changer, there is no long-term data yet that confirms safety over many years. Taking these drugs without full knowledge of the potential risks is in direct conflict to the ethical principle of informed consent. So my bottom line, mm, universally declaring these drugs safe for non-diabetics simply because they've been used on diabetics for years seems like a bit of a leap in logic. Myth three, taking these drugs allows you to eat whatever you want without working out. The reality is that if you eat poorly while taking high doses of these drugs, they won't work as well. A healthy diet is still critically important for getting the most out of these medications, just like with any other weight loss method. You still need some dietary awareness and good nutrition to properly support your health. The appeal of weight loss drugs is that people think they can eat whatever they want and not exercise with no consequences. However, the research shows otherwise. People taking these therapies who eat a lot of processed foods, fried foods, or, or sugary foods even, overwhelm the drug's effects. Also, not exercising causes some problems. Without any physical activity, these drugs cannot prevent muscle loss, which tends to slow down your metabolism. It's a counter effect to what you're trying to achieve. Those who get the best results manage portion sizes of nutritious whole foods, and they stay active with about 30 to 60 minutes of exercise per day. The drug works best when it's combined with a reasonably healthy lifestyle. For example, people who lost over 15% of their body weight while taking semaglutide drugs exercised 30 to 60 minutes per day on average. They ate mostly home-cooked meals with processed carbs and sweets as a mm, an occasional limited treat. Combining the medication with exercise and a healthy diet works better together by enhancing your meal satisfaction, preventing blood sugar spikes, and increasing insulin sensitivity. Now listen, I cannot stress this point enough. No drug yet invented can replace healthy movement and eating. Unlike antibiotics that kill infections, weight loss injections provide temporary assistance to help change behaviors, but they don't completely override the effects of your poor diet and your inactivity altogether. So if that's you, time to make a bigger change. Expecting weight loss drugs to work like magic regardless of your lifestyle sets you up for disappointment. Finally, myth four, people who lose weight via medication rather than lifestyle habits have the same overall health improvements. Real talk here, guys. Healthy lifestyle habits promote benefits beyond just weight loss. Things like a balanced diet and regular exercise help reduce inflammation and lower disease risk in ways that weight loss medications alone cannot do. Any positive effects from the drugs tend to go away once people stop taking them. I've already said that. But positive changes from improved lifestyle habits can have lasting effects on overall wellness. So when looking at different weight loss methods, most people focus only on the number on the scale going down. But real lasting health gains depend on what's causing the weight loss to happen. For instance, semaglutide injections can rapidly reduce pounds by suppressing your appetite. That's how they work. But if you look closer, the person may be lacking key aspects of holistic health, things like proper nutrition, cardiovascular fitness, controlled inflammation, and metabolic flexibility don't automatically improve if poor lifestyle habits remain unchanged. The injections bypass the behaviors that would lead to well-rounded health gains from increased exercise and eating more nutritious whole foods. In comparison, increasing exercise like lifting, walking, or anything recreational, along with emphasizing whole anti-inflammatory foods and, and gut health, provides exponentially more health dividends. 
and mental health dividends as well. You're going to feel better about yourself, about your life, and have a more positive outlook. Take two people losing the same amount of weight, one solely due to medications, likely won't achieve comparable blood work improvements or relief from persistent health issues like arthritis. Relying on drugs alone means the underlying dysfunction is never addressed. Quick fixes ignore the bigger systemic picture. So thinking all weight loss has equal health value overlooks complex bodily needs, uh, better met through personal effort, not outsourcing everything to medication. So remember, friends, true healing arises from consciously bridging gaps in lifestyle, not just avoiding them or shortcutting them. Okay, let's recap. When it comes to losing weight, no one method works perfectly for everyone even if marketing and ads make big promises that are hard to resist. It's important to carefully evaluate solutions when you really want change. Ask these questions when you're considering weight loss medications, supplements, or other quick fixes. Question one, does it address underlying issues like inflammation and hormone imbalances, or is it just temporarily masking symptoms? Band-Aid solutions usually backslide after you stop. Question two, do the benefits expand beyond the number on the scale to improve things like energy, disease risk, and mental health? Or is it only short-term shrinkage from fluid and muscle loss? True gains are much more well-rounded. And finally, question three, is there unbiased research validating safety and effectiveness in humans over at least two years? Drawbacks and weight rebound often show up later. That's why that longevity of, of studies is really, really important. So at the end of the day, there are no magic cures, but solutions that rebuild healthy lifestyle habits around nutrition, movement, and stress resilience deliver lasting change. Faster does not necessarily mean better when our bodies involve complex connections. So seek empowerment through skill building, education, rather than outsourcing everything to a pill or an injection. That is how the deepest healing happens. And that's a wrap, beautiful people. Another nine minutes closer to healing for good. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share the love with your friends. Got questions or topics you want me to cover? Just slide into my DMs on Instagram at NutritionNerdCC. Until next time, keep thriving and remember, you've got this.